Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I passed the bar exam in Michigan and got admitted to practice law in my late 20s. My late 20s. Uh, and so, you know, that's fairly common. Uh, if you go straight out of high school into college, get your undergraduate, go to law school, uh, the typical person who does that track winds up being a lawyer right around the age of 25 or 26. So, you know, that's typical. Had a lot of people send me the story, though, out of California, a teenager who passed California's notoriously tricky bar exam at just 17 is now a practicing attorney. Now, he's turned 18 since, but he was 17 when he took and passed the California bar, and without question, and I don't think I'll get much pushback even from attorneys in this one, the California bar is the most difficult bar in America. Uh, second most difficult, maybe Florida or uh, New York. Are, are, are known to be hard as well. However, California is without question the most difficult bar exam. We're talking about the examination that you must pass to become a lawyer. So Rebecca Raman wrote this for Business Insider. Uh, the kids from California, I can call him that. He was 18 now, but he passed the state's bar exam when he's only 17. And he's working as a practicing attorney. The uh, Tulare County District Attorney's Office announced the teen's record-breaking achievement in a Facebook post saying that it was legal history-making moment. It was a legal history-making moment. Uh, his legal journey began at the age of just 13 when he enrolled in the Northwestern California University School of Law while he was still completing high school, taking advantage of a state bar rule that allows students to apply to law school after completing the college-level proficiency exams. This is a smart kid. Now, i got to tell you, I had several people ask and say, Steve, isn't that the school you went to, Northwestern? No, I went to Southwestern. <laughs> they sound a lot alike, but they're different schools. Now, the man's name is Park. I can also call him that. Completed high school in 2021 and graduated from law school in 2023 per the DA's post. And that is doable. I graduated law school in two years. And the school I went to, Southwestern, had a two-year law program. that was designed to be done that way. But if you want to, you can also go to a traditional law program, usually. And taking classes between the normal semesters, jam it in and get it done in two years. Or close. Or close. But for this kid to do that, presumably he's a very, very bright kid. The press release said that he then passed the state's bar exam on his first try <laughs> when he was 17, beating the previous record held by somebody who'd been 18 at the time. And the funny thing is, I remember seeing a story about a guy who passed the California bar exam on like his 50th try. And he was congratulated by his son, who was an attorney, who hadn't been born yet the first time his dad tried to take it and pass. And so the guy just kept plugging away, plugging away, and he finally passed it. And I've had people say, but Steve, I thought you only get three tries. And that's not the case. And, and that story came from, famously, there have been people who have failed the bar exam a few times where they already had a job. And the job said, we'll hire you to come work as an attorney on the premise that you don't have the licensing right now. But when you take the bar and pass it, you will. But understand that we're not going to keep you here forever and let you fail it 50 times. It wasn't that guy, but I'm giving you an example. Uh, so we're going to let you have, like, say, three tries. And sometimes the employer will limit how many times you can fail it before they cut you loose. But you can, if you fail, take it again, take it again. 
it's a very expensive proposition. And I'll tell you right now that I passed mine on the first try also. And I remember walking out of the building. It was held at the Breslin Center in East Lansing, which is where uh, Michigan State University uh, plays basketball. And they actually had tables set up on the court, uh, sitting mid-court, taking the bar exam. And I remember getting up and walking out of the building at the end of the second day, and I was done. And I had a headache that I think lasted for about three days. Combination of just running my brain at full throttle and also forgetting to do this with my neck once in a while. So I'm looking at the table like this, writing answers or writing essays or filling in little circles. And after three or four hours and the break comes and I get up and move around, I'm like, oh, my neck hurts. And I remember walking out of the building going, if I got to take that again, I will never forgive myself. And luckily, I passed it. And so the bar exam is a pain in the rear. And we're going to talk about it in just a second because California's bar exam actually has an extra element to it that other states don't have. So the man now says it was not easy, but it was worth it. It required discipline and strategy to pass the bar. And I made it to the end. I'm extremely blessed to have discovered this path. And my hope is that more people realize that alternative paths exist to becoming an attorney. He said that in a press release. He said, I aspire to become a prosecutor because I'm driven by a moral obligation to uphold liberty, equality, and justice in society. I admire how prosecutors keep our community safe and bring closure to victims. He added, he was officially sworn in as a practicing attorney on Tuesday per the DA's post. Now, you have to understand something, and, and, and I was going to say this. You have to realize that at his young age, yes, he's an adult. He can vote. But, number one, legally, for instance, he can't drink. Can't drink alcohol. And so, when you are an attorney advising people, it's not pure law. People don't walk in and go, just explain to me what the law is on this. They're then going to say, and explain how it applies to me in my situation. And I can remember times when I was straight out of law school. And like I said, I was older than this guy, substantially older than this guy. Talking to clients and actually talking to a client who's older than me, for instance. And I realized the client knows more about his business than I ever will. But I also felt at a disadvantage because like, I've only been a lawyer for a year or two years or whatever it might be. And so you can imagine that you go into an office. Now, this guy's going to be a prosecutor, so that might be different, but, but we'll talk about just the typical litigation attorney. You go into a law firm and go, I want, to, I want, I want your best and brightest. They go, hey, we've got this 18-year-old kid. Passed the bar on his first try at the age of 17. You go, I want to talk to him. That kid knows everything there is to learn from school inside and out and backwards. Okay? He, he, he can spout the law at you all day long. He can analyze it because he passed the bar. But how much does he know about business? How much does he know about regular life? You know, he's been driving for all of two years if he's got a driver's license. Some things do come to you with time, maturity. And so if I sat down in an office with a wonder kid who's 18 years old, who knows the law, I'd still be wondering, what does he know about life? What does he know about business? What does he know about, you know, Things that happen out there. And so I'm not saying anything as a knock on this kid. He'll learn that along the way. But he is at a little bit of a disadvantage when there's someone else in the office 
who just passed the bar and are 25 years old or 30 years old. He's at a little bit of a disadvantage. He'll catch up on that, I'm sure. He seems like a very, very ambitious go-getter, and so I applaud the kid. The kid's my hero. If I could have passed the bar at 17, I would have also. (laughs) At 17, (laughs) I was in no mind to even realize I might want to be an attorney someday. And if you told me back then, said, Steve, you're only 17 now, but someday you'll be an attorney. I'm like, yeah, right. How's that going to happen? So California's bar exam lasts two days and is renowned for how difficult it is. And that is absolutely true. It consists of three parts, a 200 multiple choice section, 200 questions, also known as a multi-state bar exam. And that's taken by pretty much everybody across America. Five essay questions, and they're lengthy essay questions. They're quite convoluted. And a performance exam. And that's the part that's unique to California. Or at least, if any of the states have got it, I don't know. But California's had it for a while. And at one point in time, their exam was three years. At one point in time, their exam was three days. We'll get to that. So the July 2023 results showed a pass rate of 51.5%. Almost half the people who took it failed. And that was down from 52.5% the year before. So it's got a 50-50, roughly, pass rate. That's how difficult it is. So so here's the California bar exam format. The old format went like this. Before July 2017, the California bar exam was a three-day exam. Okay, now it's two days. But back when it was three, it consisted of six one-hour essays. So they give you six essays. You got six hours to write them, probably three in the morning, three in the afternoon. Then a 200-question multiple-choice multi-state exam, and then three two-hour performance exams. We'll get to that in a second. As explained below, the two-day exam now consists of five one-hour essays, one 90-minute performance test, and the 200 multiple-choice questions for the multi-state exam. So that's what's changed. It went from three down to two. And the performance exam was what messed with a lot of people's heads. So I'll give you an example of one that I heard of. So you go in, you take the two exam days like most other states have got. The multi-state, multiple choice. It's a pain, but you do it. Then the essays, you do those. You come in on day three. They can give you anything. You don't know what it is. You don't even know what topic it's going to be on. It can be on any testable topic. So to give you an example, one year they gave you a big envelope that had something inside of it. You're sitting at your desk, you pull it out, there's a memo on top, and it goes, you work at a law firm, and um, you're defending somebody who's accused of murder, and the trial was a one-week-long trial, and it started on Monday, and, uh, oh, by the way, today's Friday, and um, the trial has progressed, and last night, the partner of this firm who was defending that guy died. He's dead. And the judge has said, no continuances. We've got to seat a jury. Someone's coming in and going to do the closing argument on this case on behalf of this defendant. That person is you. So how do you do this? Well, the other thing in the envelope was a transcript of the trial. Opening statements, direct, cross, direct, cross, direct, cross, boom, and it ends. So you have to read the entire trial, transcript, 
and draft your closing argument, which requires you, number one, to understand all the elements of the laws that are going to be used in this case. Two, you've got to read this testimony under a time crunch and spot what was important, what wasn't important, what parts should be brought out during closing argument, and then you've got to draft that argument. And you've got a couple hours to do it. And so I've heard of different examples like that where you're like, what? You know, another one they gave was, uh, was uh, an estate an estate question. And they normally didn't have people do estate questions on performance exam. And people were shocked by this. And you walked in, they handed you an envelope filled with paper. And you, you open it up, there's a memo on top. And it goes, this person just came into the office, dumped the stuff on the desk and says, draft their will. Or draft their, what? Prepare whatever is the best way to protect this stuff should they die. Go. And I mean, I heard horror stories. I heard horror stories about people literally walking in, pulling out the package, reading the memo, and crying. I mean, it was not an easy test. Now, they made it a little easier by turning it into two days and and apparently cutting out an essay or two in exchange for some shorter exam uh, performance tests. But that performance exam was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. But this kid here at 17 proved it can be done at 17. (laughs) I, I salute the kid. I absolutely do. Now he's working for the district attorney's office. That's great. Rebecca Rahman wrote that for Business Insider, a teenager who passed California's notoriously tricky bar exam at just 17 is now a practicing attorney. And for the first few years, he's going to walk into court, go stand over the prosecutor's table. People are going to walk in and go, excuse me, where's the prosecutor? He's going, that's me. Go, Come on. He's going to have to go through that for a couple of years. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Contentment is being satisfied with things as they are, not as you would like them to be.